And welcome back to Say Less Studios. To the studio. Oh, another show, another week. Roy here, yep. Mike here. Another jam-packed show. Uh, about the midway point of the NFL season. So we're going to review some things, go over who we think um, are like the top five teams in the league, who are the real contenders, the pretenders. Um, and we'll also talk about some of the things that happened at the trade deadline. Ooh. Trent Williams, and oh. ooh, we need to talk about that because uh, I got a bone to pick. Yeah, it's called say do. less, but I'm gonna have to say a little bit more later. I'm gonna have to <laughs> a say lot a little more. bit more later. A lot more. But um, let's start with the Pats because undefeated, eight and zero, they'll definitely be in the power rankings. Um, but this past weekend, pretty solid, okay win. Yeah, yeah, I'm not impressed with the Pats win over the Browns. Um. Talk to me. What do you think of that game? Um, I thought it was it was a sloppy game. It was yes. pouring rain, yes. um, as to be expected. The Patriots did a good job of taking care of the ball. No turnovers, which is great. Um, no no balls on the ground, really. No big drops, um, except for maybe Gilmore on defense. But that is, I don't know if that really even counts. It counts. Yeah, it my counts. fantasy team. Yeah, and I mean, that counts for him trying to get that all pro. But for the most part, we looked okay. Um, yeah, okay. I, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm a little nervous about our run defense, but Nick Chubb, oh, just like I told you, but Nick Chubb is, is very good. Don't just put it on Nick Chubb. It's, it's other guys too. Nick Chubb is nice. Of course he is. But I, I felt really good about our pressure. We got on Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt really good about having a solid drive when we needed a solid drive. That's what I love. That's what I love about the Pats. Why are you, why are you sign over there? Because continue. I'm gonna let you finish. And I mean, the Browns are the Browns. O- OBJ got locked as expected. The receivers really got locked all night. Um, Brady looked okay. Sanu it was his first game, kind of getting in, into the th- thick of things. His workload will increase as every week goes by, as every week as he understands and learns the playbook better each week. So I expect a big week out of him this, you know, against the Ravens. But Against the Browns, it was the kind of game that I kind of thought it would be. Um, you know, I told you I thought the Browns needed to establish the run to keep Brady off the field, and they did. But we just created turnovers. Um, our defense doing their thing, obviously, with the scoop and score from Hightower. Jonathan Jones running downfield, hustle play. You never know what happens. You just got an all effort all the time on defense. Um, and then not to mention that Lawrence guy interception. So three plays in a row, three turnovers. That was that was nice to watch. But um, – mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, we got to fix up our offense. First, to say the least. I mean, to say the least, but I think a lot of, like we've been saying for so long, and it's coming, it's, we're a couple weeks away from getting these pieces back. Nikhil is coming back this for week. Sure. And I think he'll be, pl- we won't know until Saturday, but I think he'll be playing against the Ravens. I, hope so. I pray. And Isaiah Wynn comes back week 12. He started practices this week. We got Mohamed Sanu, couple, a guy to take the seam, take the middle of the field, get the attention of the linebackers and the safety. And then Nikhil will run that outside, and Nikhil will hopefully do his thing on the outside. But I'm excited to see it. I mean, listen, it's 
at the end of the day, we knew the Browns would screw themselves over. They had three turnovers, and they were all huge turnovers. They weren't just like, ooh, a pick here. But they were actually major turnovers at very big points. Fumble return for a touchdown, a fumble on Chubb's long run, like you said, that would have gotten them some points in that drive, whether it was a field goal or a touchdown. Um, and I'm missing one. And then Lawrence got. And then Lawrence guy that set us up in the red zone. So these are all three huge turnovers. But I don't think we like we destroyed them, demolished them, whooped their ass. I don't think we like they played with us. Um, they had 310 total yards. We had 318 total yards. They average. They actually averaged more yards per play than we did. They averaged 5.3. We averaged 4.8. They had 15 first first downs. We had 19 first downs. Um, they held us to 79 rushing yards, which we've been talking about for a while. Our rushing game is just pitiful. Um, in the red zone, we we made it. We only scored two touchdowns, and we made it down there six times. Um, like I said, turnovers. They had three of them. We had none. They had 13 penalties, and so the Browns really screwed themselves. And like we know about the Browns, they have a lot of growing up to do in almost every facet of the games. Baker, their entire offense. Freddie Kitchens is looking like he was the wrong hire as head coach. Um, so I know all that, but I do think this offense is a legitimate concern. And I understand people are going to probably be coming back soon. Talk about Nikhil, talk about Isaiah, Isaiah Wynn. Hopefully Sunu will continue to keep getting better, like you said. But this old line is is just bad. It starts with them. It's bad. It's, and it's Skarnakian knows that. It's bad. He said it's, not, that. it's not his fault. They but, just don't have talent right now. Well, he said it. Well, he took blame upon himself. He said he it. That's what coaches do. I know. Do. That's what good coaches that's do. That's what coaches do. Good coaches. But, right, good coaches. Good coaches. But he he's not wrong. They are struggling. They're bad. It's They're new, bad. It's new. I mean, They're we, bad. we did have a backup to, a backup um, guard last week, James Ferentz, who actually played pretty well. He you know, did his thing. He had a QB, according to Jeff Howe, the athletic, he had a QB hit in three pressures. Marshall Newhouse. He did well in the run game. That's really what I was referring to. Marshall Newhouse, I, I'm tired of hearing two his sacks, name. Two sacks, QB yo, hit, stop, stop, and stop. two pressures. He's going to get, yo, he's been Marcus getting. Marcus Cannon, too, a QB hit in three pressures. All right, but like we, we talked about how good that D-line is. We talked about it. They, they are. They're going to accumulate pressure. who we play. Our offensive line is not good. They're not good at all. All right, that's a little bit of a cap. They're, They're not good. They, Shaq Mason will be back this Shaq week. Shaq Mason is good. Of course he is. Marcus Cannon is good. Yes, but he didn't play like it, and he might be kind of. Joe Tooney's good too. Joe Tooney's been actually Joe great all year. Yeah, he's Joe in, Tooney's yeah, he's in holding his own. But regardless, it's Newhouse is what's been holding us down. New, Newhouse is bad, and I need to see Isaiah win back immediately. I um, need him like tomorrow. And but it has a really bad adverse effect on our run game, which of has course. Just been terrible all year long. Yeah, they're not they're getting not, to their spots. They're not physical. No. They're not getting to their spots. They don't execute well in no. our design run plays. Um. And 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 it makes Sony look bad, but in actuality, Sony's actually running as of the past couple weeks. He's been running better. Sony is good, and that's he's solid. I'm not even saying he good. does a good. He's he does solid. what we need him to he do. He does his job. He's yeah. not special, and honestly, no. he's not worth the first round pick. I've gone to this. I've I've came to this conclusion. Uh, I'm uh, not a Sony hater. I'm never gonna say that because of what he did last postseason. I'll never. And I agree I'll with never you, say that. But and I had the same exact so, uh, conversation with someone else. About yes, you could really argue if we don't have Sony last year, do we win the Super Bowl? But at the same time, it is not. You could argue they could get anyone else to fill that same exact role. You've seen Legarrette Blunt be much better in that same same role, and they're both similar backs. So neither yeah. of them are that special that you can fill that role very easily. A yeah. downhill power back, yeah, not that hard to find, um, and they're not that valuable in today's NFL, really. No, not really. Um. And the wide receivers, I'm sorry, but no one else – I don't worry about anyone else besides Edelman if I'm an opposing defense facing this Patriots offense. And even at that, Edelman doesn't scare me. He's someone I have to 
be accountable for. I have game to prepare for, for yeah. a game plan for, but he doesn't scare me. Well, he gets his own. So of course he gets his own. He of better start he scaring other other defenses because no one can really guard this man. And but I think you're going to start to see teams double him. The Browns did it a few times versus us, and I I don't the, know why the, they um, do it more. The, so, but from here on out, teams will be sorry to double him. They'll be sorry to. When Nikhil gets back, yes, new gets and gets in acclimated. The, yeah. Yes. Um, They'll be sorry to but double But if you him. face the better defenses, like the Niners, like the Saints. Um, I mean, the Ravens the Bills have a defense. I mean, yeah, Bills have a good defense. The well. teams that have secondaries that can man up against us, who understand what our tendencies are, um, if they take away Edelman and they can trust their other DBs to play man-on-man with the guys like the guys like Sanu and Harry, who's just a rookie, who I can't really comment on. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we can't. I, like, what am I even I saying? I can be hopeful. Like, I've seen him catch two balls. In the yeah. preseason. Yeah. So they were nice balls. But, sure. Yeah, but, but what, am I, what can I, I honestly really say? I, that yeah. he has promise? He has potential? Sure. Of course. But what am I supposed to say? Um, And so this offense is a legitimate concern. It, no it's not. Way. It's not looking smooth, and it's not looking very. Fr- and I know Brady's frustrated. I can just tell he by the way he talks. Of course, he is. The whole. There's been reports that Adam Schefter has, has talked about the saying that Brady is very frustrated with the entire situation at wide receiver and all the turnover. Yeah. Um. Because he. It sucks because he. Because, yeah, but he bought into Antonio Brown. He yeah, wanted so he, Antonio Brown. He personally invested time in Antonio Brown. Yeah. And Josh Gordon. He invested a lot of time in Josh. Yeah, Gordon. but uh, but there are reports coming out. Josh Gordon didn't work too hard and not as hard as they wanted. Which and, makes sense. He didn't know. He wasn't. Yeah, didn't seem to be in the right position. No. Wasn't always finishing his routes. Him and Brady were never on the same page. And I mean, he it looked slow as we talked about before, but. He's gone. He'll he'll be hitting waivers today. I'm concerned about his well being on a non football note. Oh, I know. I pray for that man because he talks about being like in a family environment with the Patriots, yeah. but like he basically just got kicked out of the house. Base, yeah, legit. Like so you didn't, you didn't I, do your chores. You're getting kicked out. I'm like yeah. kind of concerned about him as a man. I hope he, he gets. I hope he he gets picked up by the right team that can you know give him that same support. I mean, if he gets, I mean, Dolphins have first first pick. If that he gets picked up by the Dolphins, actually, I know. But if Dolphins get him. Flores, you know, Chad O'Shea was the old wide receivers coach. That He's now the offensive coordinator for the Dolphins. He'll be in good hands there, too. Um, but, but yeah, pray for that man. But on a different note, on, on the Patriots note, offense, you know, Brady's been, you know, frustrated as we talked about all season long. He bought into A.B. Josh Gordon, obviously, you know, they had great rapport from last year. But now these young guys, new guys, Sanu, Jacoby Myers, Nikhil's coming in. So what do you expect to see from his offense if – Nikhil does – well, he's going to play eventually. Yes. What do you expect to see from the offense with Nikhil? I think, I think when Nikhil gets back and with Sanu as well, we have two fast, big, strong-willed wide receivers. And you can – Brady can – he we don't have that receiver right now playing to the, as, a, as in last week who Brady can throw the ball up and trust that he can go and get it. Fact? Yeah. Like Edelman's not that kind of receiver. No. You just and Sanu's not really either. Not really, but but Sanu can't he can, he can be, be that guy. He's not really. Not right now, but maybe in a few Harry weeks. Harry is. Harry is, and but give Sanu a few weeks to, to build yes. that that yes. that trust from Brady. Um and then we'll have two of those guys, and I'll feel a lot better about this offense. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to stretch the field. I would love to see when was the last time I saw Brady throw a deep pass? I'm yeah, pissed. Nice my, my arms are folded right now. I'm pissed off. Yeah, nice one to, on the that doesn't count. I mean, uh, that's, that was 30 yards, bro. I'm talking deep I mean, pass. 20, 20 yards constitutes a big play. No, I know. But I'm saying, when did, was the last time you saw Brady take a, a long play action, drop back, step well, up in the pocket, to do that, pitch, and throw deep? Well, in it's order been a while. to do that, you kind of have to start with a run game of some sort. Or have a receiver that actually does that. That too. Yeah, so right. I'm a, so that when Nikhil comes, I'm going to be excited for that. I hope Brady just starts slinging it. Um. 
I, I want Brady to play, play with this fire. I know he really does, but I want him to be pissed off because I know he's mad. I'm fucking pissed off. But we gotta we gotta stretch the field and we gotta continue running the ball well. Mm-hmm. And this O line, it starts with the O line. It always has started with the O line. In always. 2014, when we were two and two. It's it was our O line was having trouble. Yeah, it doesn't matter what year it is. Doesn't matter. Everything the trenches is the most important part of the game. Doesn't it, matter what year. What if you can't, if you can't block in front, then you're screwed. It's really um, as simple as that. I'm really interested to see what happens when Nikhil comes back because you talked about Edelman. He's part going to be part of this offense. Same thing with Sanu. Dorsett, we know how dependable he is. And Harry's adding adding to that equation. We could see this offense become a more spread team again, mm. honestly, mm. because you know what we like to do with our running backs. There's really no reason to play our tight ends, honestly. Fuck our tight ends. I really don't. Unless they're unless like Ben's unless blocking. Like, yeah, unless they're yeah. blocking. But other than that, I, I really couldn't care about any single one of them. Um, Lacoste is always injured. Izzo oh, is just chips. whatever, and uh, but Ben Watson, I mean, he he's I done, he's done okay less. when the ball's thrown to him. I but. could care less. So I wouldn't be surprised if they still you start spreading this team out, go four wide, ten personnel, one back, mm. no tight ends, four wide receivers, and maybe try and shred teams up because that way teams wouldn't be able to key in on Edelman like I've been saying for the past few weeks. Um, because if we keep playing the way we are with trying to use these tight ends only using two or three wide receivers, teams will be able to key in on, on Julian Edelman yeah. and take him away. Um, so that brings us to this Ravens game, this coming, mm. finally a game to be truly, truly excited for. Yeah. Um, this is a real, real, re- I mean, let's not, let's not, let's not force it. Like the Patriots defense is already historic. It is. Giving, like letting up as little points as we have all season is hard, no matter it what is. team and, you're playing against. The, all right, this is my thing. I really just hate the thing about the oh, they haven't really played anyone, but okay, they're handling their business. Yeah, like they we, haven't we, played we anyone. Smoking the people and they're smoking them and yeah. turning the ball over and scoring touchdowns. What should you do versus inferior t- yeah, competition? Facts. So how can you really discredit them? No. Now I don't think they're going to keep up that same production in terms of this turnover rate. That uh, defensive touchdown every single yeah. game. It feels like <laughs> obviously they're not going to keep that up, but yeah. like. You can't discredit them. No, not at all. But this is our true, true first test of the season. Our true first test. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a team that can make some noise in the playoffs. You know, this is a this is a a Ravens team that is is has six that's built for success in the playoffs. That run the ball, smash mouth football, um, play physical defense. They talk a lot. You know, they have the the dogs on their team. Mm-hmm. They have the Marcus Peters. The Obviously, Lamar Jackson's a dog. The Ingrams, the Earl Thomases. You know they got players that are are born for playoff football. Um, it's gonna be an interesting game. Uh, what's the biggest thing that you're looking forward to in this game? I'm really interested to watch this Ravens secondary. Uh, we know we just they just got Marcus Peters. We know Marlon Hump is one of the best uh cornerbacks in the league. Jimmy Smith. It's looking like he'll be playing this weekend. Um, up until this point, they have been uh 26th versus the pass giving up 265 yards through the air per game. But I think we're going to start seeing that number improve. Um, Cause like I talked with the additions of Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith, they were really injured in their secondary. And also early in the season, they were having a lot of miscues and coverage breakdowns, specifically the chiefs game, the Browns game, just a lot of uh, mix ups there. Um, but their last game versus versus Seattle, which is two weeks ago, they were off last week. I really liked what I saw from that Seattle secondary. They were uh, much better in coverage. Ravens played, secondary. Yes, the Ravens secondary. They were much better in coverage, played more man. Now, granted, I've been, talked about how I think the Seahawks wide receiving group is not that good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, not a fan of Metcalf that much. Lockett's a speed guy who isn't really going to beat you with any type of precision route running. Um, 
and they lost their tight end um, to the Achilles for his name. Andrews? Nope. No, the Seahawks did. Oh, oh, uh, Will Disley. Yes. Yes. Um, so they don't really have anyone in that receiving core that would scare me. Um, but again, I don't really fear anyone in this Patriots wide receiving group either. So it'll be real interesting, interesting to see how this Ravens secondary will play this week coming off the bye, giving uh, Piers a full week of practice and film to get really acclimated, seeing how Jimmy Smith comes back from his injury, see how Marlon Humphreys matches up if they put him on, excuse me, if they put him on uh, Edelman, how much they're going to double him. Um, because that Ravens front seven – they're not nothing. They don't have any special players, no. but they're big and strong, and they're good against the run. They're and they're just against, willing to do what it takes. And yeah. they're throwing against the run, giving up eighty four point three yards per game, which would be good for us if we even got that many yards. Honestly, um, uh, yeah. Go, 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 go. But I mean, at the same time, our run defense is still really good. Oh, too. sure, sure, yeah, for yeah. sure, for it, sure. It was second before last week. It was second in the league behind. Now I will say. Both of these teams aren't that good if you talk about yards per carry. The Pages, I believe, are 16th in yards per carry, and the Ravens are 18th in yards yeah, per carry. So, but it's about the volume of runs. Yeah, like um, the Ravens will run it a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I am slightly concerned because I, I've been talking about the past few weeks the Patriots' run defense. I think that's the weakness of our defense, and I don't think a lot of teams have been in a position to actually run the ball. And even that would be, even with that being said, you look at the Browns, like Chubb chewed us all day long. He just chewed us yeah. all day long. Yeah. Uh, the Bills had a good day against us. Le'Veon Bell had a good game against us. And now you're coming against this Baltimore Ravens team who is the best running team in the NFL. The, the thing about the the Ravens, as you've talked about previously, is that they will continue to run the ball. Because I believe it's going to be a kind of a close game. Yeah. So they will they will stick to their game plan. They will. And they have ogres, legit ogres and mammoths on their yeah, own line. Every yeah. single one of them is 300 plus. Yeah. Every They're big boys. They're big boys. They're big boys. And they'll play two, three tight ends. Yeah. So that's going to cause problems for us because you know we like to just play all of our linebackers all yeah. the time and yeah. just have like two defensive It's going to be a good matchup. So it's going to be interesting to see this Bill kind of go heavy now and put some of his big boys back on the field. Um, but yeah, and it's they are going to run a lot of three tight end sets. They do. That's they, what they do. They love that. They do that. And they so, also pass to them too. So that's going to we're going to have to put more of our D line on the field, and it's going to be interesting to see how they use those tight ends because I do think our linebackers and coverage have not been tested that much this year. And you saw the Browns throw a touchdown to um, yeah it was yeah to the tight end but forget uh, which one what his name was. Yeah but, but let's not let's not forget this it was to Demetrius Harris but this man Hightower was out there and we know Hightower know. and we know Hightower is not a good coverage he's guy. He's not but and, he's gonna have a go he might have to start covering some of these tight ends especially there's three of them on the field. Yes but I don't see Hightower having to get matched up in a situation very close to that where he's going to be deep coverage. I think there was a mis I think there was a miscommunication there. Okay. I really do in that play and he, this man was left on an island. This man looks silly out there. I felt he did. bad for him. He did. Yeah. But Collins is actually not bad at coverage. He really isn't a bad Jamie coverage isn't. No, but not if at they're all. going to roll two or three Titans out there, yeah. that means we're going to have to take some of our DBs off the field. Well, Chung, that, Chung will be in there. Chung, obviously, Chung will yeah. be on there. Yeah. But I'm talking some of more of the nickel guys. We're yeah. going to have to get bigger. Yeah. And that like John come. Jones is going to have to. Might see the bench a lot. Like so that's going to put some Jackson, pressure on the linebackers sure. to cover. Um, for sure, yeah, it's crazy. We're not going to run that much nickel. We're really not. Not that many. Not that many DBs in there. For sure, and keeping Lamar Jackson in the pocket is going to be huge for this game. Um, I feel like this is a game Martell's Bennett 
or My- Michael Bennett w- would like Who? thrive under. Who? Uh, yeah, I know, but you feel me though. This is a game that he's. I feel like sure. he's made for. Sure, and it's gonna be real interesting to see because you're gonna have to keep a spy on. Uh, and, and I think that's Collins at all times. It could be. But and he's gonna be even, hungry. Even if it's Collins, Lamar is different. Obviously, even no, if it's Collins, even if it's Collins, name one defensive player in the league that could spy him and be successful at it. You probably know, couldn't. Some safety, probably. Or but DB. that'd be a waste. You wouldn't do that. Put Jamal Adams on him. There it is. Yeah, but you couldn't do that. What do you mean? Why not? Because he has other responsibilities. But it, it. My point is, like, Collins will hold his own. But of course, yeah, of course, they're gonna get gashed for like some big ass runs. It just yeah, happens. It's like, gonna happen. You have no choice. Um, I mean, it's different defensively. Mm, sorry. Yep. Our offense versus their defense. How do you see that playing out? Ah, uh, I mean, gotta run the ball, obviously, of course. Can we? Yes, of know. course we can. Their their front seven isn't that great. Their front seven isn't better than the the Browns. It's not better than the Browns but at their all. Their front seven is better than our offensive line slash front whatever. Sure, sure, so that's sure. Really all that matters. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but like uh, maybe even it's close and it's a wash. I don't think but it's that close. That, I mean, that doesn't mean we're not going to run well. But I mean, I, I don't think we're going to run well. Dude, <laughs> come on! Their linebackers are weak. They don't have. Gr- They're not weak. I just don't think they have a lot of speed in their fronts, and they don't really have difference makers. But I don't think that matters versus our offensive line, given their current state. I just don't think it matters. I mean, if you're slow on if you're slow on your D line, then I don't I don't know. I, I, I Sony's fast. At the end of the day, he is fast. As much as he d- may not look it, sometimes he is fast, and I think we'll be able to just get on our blocks, and Sony will be able to run past that first line. Once he gets that fir- through that first wave, it's up to the linebackers to get him then. I don't know. I don't think they're they're gonna create much pressure on Brady. No, they won't. They're not a great pass rushing team. No, they're not. Um, I think Brady will have a nice clean pocket all day long, and then he'll just slice up that defense. Yeah. I, it's slow for that defense. I it really think is it's as slow as you think it is. I like I said earlier. I think that Ravens secondary is going to uh, going to improve. Um, I'm gonna pull up their schedule and we'll to see who they play. I mean, um, I believe it'll improve too with Earl Thomas and and Marcus Peters. I mean, they'll only get better as every week goes on. They, they're fresh off a of bye. This is a big game. This is a big oh, yeah. game for the Ravens. You're They've def- been preparing. You're, you're for definitely going to see them in- improve statistically. They have games against the Bengals, uh, the Niners, the Bills, uh, the Jets, the Browns, the Steelers. So those are some teams they'll be able to hold up against in the passing game for yeah. sure. Um, so you'll definitely see them improve statistically. But even just on tape, you, I think they will improve. Um, but – you talk about their speed. I think that is going to be the game plan is to attack them with speed. I wouldn't be surprised if you see us attack those linebackers with James White. I wouldn't be surprised if James White had a huge game. I think James White might have a huge James game. James White is due for a ginormous He's game. He's due for a ginormous yeah, game. Yeah, he had a huge um, game. He had a 59-yard catch last mm-hmm. week. But I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a lot more uh, reverses and horizontal mm-hmm. plays mm-hmm. with Edelman, with Dorsett to get them going horizontally yeah. to beat them with speed and then open vertically with the passing game. Because I do think the passing game is what's going to have to win this game. I yeah. just don't – I have zero faith in our run game and our block in our offensive line right now. Yeah. Um, and tempo. I wouldn't be surprised if there was yeah. some tempo. We need some week. tempo. It's we been need, a while since we've run some really good tempo. They're big, slow guys. So yeah. if we can wear them out, get them with speed, move the ball quickly on them, I think that will benefit us yeah. really well. I think, I think the first quarter or first couple of drives really is going to be a lot of – Let's tire them out. Mm-hmm. Like let's really be physical up front. By the fourth quarter, come around. We know we're more conditioned than them. Let's just get this done now, type thing. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of our games go. As you can hear Belichick on the sidelines sometimes. You know those mic'd up things. He's always like, 
they're tired, you know, we're, we're built for this, we, we, we conditioned for this, they are tired, they're gasping for air, let's just, you know, put the nail in the coffin mm-hmm. right now. I feel like it's going to be kind of one of those games. Mm-hmm. And I spent all week really thinking about this game, and I, I think the Pats are going to win this game. I really did consider picking the Ravens, they are at home, we know they like to run the ball, they're a big, strong, powerful team, um, but I do think we will force them to have to throw the ball enough where that's where we have the advantage. Mm-hmm. And I do think we will have the speed to outrun this defense. We will have the uh, tempo. I think this is Brady's due for a big game, a, yeah. a good game. Me too. I think James White will have a good game. So I'm going to pick the Patriots to win this game after all week of thinking. <laughs> well, what do you think it. is – give me like a, a score. score. Yeah. Or what do you think it could be around? Like I don't think I don't think Pat score more than twenty four. Honestly, um, you don't. No, I think it's going to be like twenty four to like seventeen or like or like, like 30, 15, fourteen fourteen or something, or something like that. that. Yeah. All right, interesting. I think we're gonna score thirty. Of course you do. But I mean, we we score thirty every game. It's almost a t- but you write I it don't off. See, I don't see our defense giving us those same. Fields. Um, fields but at the same time it was pouring rain last week that, but, that, but that's not just last week that's all season long our defense is giving our offense oh, I'm an opportune field position and has literally scored points for us no that's fair and, and i, I just wouldn't be surprised i haven't if the defense seen not score this week i haven't seen lamar play like a second year player yet this year you know he's been playing kind of like a, he's been playing really good football mm-hmm. and he's been you know take care of mm-hmm. the ball he has five interceptions but there were those all five of those came during two games three of them versus the steelers two versus maybe the browns um, yeah. No, three versus the Browns, two versus the Steelers, I think. But a couple of those weren't even his. No, I'm, I'm sure they weren't. I'm sure tip balls and stuff. But I mean, I could see us getting lucky with that. And you never really know. We we love. Here's one thing about Lamar: when he's running around, he loves running around with one hand on the ball, just because he he's he's nice like that. He he kind of can do that. But we're different than that. You know, you can't be doing that against us. I could see us getting some pressure, sack. We're going to get sacks on him. It's just we are going to. It's just going to happen. pressure's on him. I don't know if we'll actually bring him down. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get a sack on him. All right, um, fair. And I could see us creating a fumble, um, but we have to be opportunistic and actually recover those things. You know, we may not yeah. get too many of those. Um, I think we score 30, and I think we hold them to about – Do you think the offense scores 30 points? I think as Are an you, offense, I think we can score four touchdowns. Yes. I think we can. Fair. What do I have? I have three touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah. And I think – and I, I don't see any – our defense scoring a touchdown this I week. I don't think defense is scoring No, but I think our offense scores four touchdowns this week. We are due for a good, off, a good offensive – So are you going 28 then? No, I mean, I'm sure we go in a field goal there too. Okay. I don't even know who's our field goal kicker. Nick Folk right okay. now. <laughs> No, I think I think we I think we get thirty, uh, whether it be thirty one or thirty four, thirty five, um, and I think we hold them to. I could see them scoring like twenty one to twenty four points. The Ravens. Yeah, I could. I mean, our defense can only do so much. You know, we can't we can't be putting up goose eggs every week. So I mean, I don't think we haven't let a team get twenty yet. I don't think this year. So I think it's about time. I think it's mm-hmm. about time. But I think our offense will play well, and I think our defense will play well enough. And that's really that's that's always just a fair key enough. Success. Yeah, it's a good way to kick in the next the second half of the season. We're going to be fa- facing a lot of the better best teams in the league. Yeah. Um, and I actually let's talk about some of those really good teams, and mm-hmm. let's go through our power rankings uh, cool. real quick. So let me. I want to hear. Let's let me hear your. We're gonna go top five power rankings. Who's your number one team first? Next question. Number two team. Who's your number one? Team? Uh, the Patriots, obviously number one. 
Well, who's your number one team? The 49ers. Oh my god, bro. The 49ers. Cap or cap cap or no cap is later. Is at the end of the show. <laughs> 49ers are my number one team right now. Oh my god. Right bro. now. Right now. Because they played last night? No. I was honestly last night kind of discouraged me for picking them, but then Jimmy G played really well. So he's gonna stay number one. Um Right now, this isn't who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. I think eventually, once the Patriots figure out everything, they will be better than the Niners. But I just don't – given how these teams have played so far this year, I don't know how you can say the Pats are better right now. Explain. Go ahead. I, it's really just two words, bro. Tom Brady. I'll give you another two more words. Bill Belichick. Bro, it's really that simple. If we play tomorrow, who's winning? Right, tomorrow? Tomorrow. If we play today, the Niners are winning. No, they're not. Right now? You're on crack cocaine. They are not beating us. With our own line, with our current state of our receivers right now, they're beating us. Brady would be under siege all day long. I think, all day I long. think Brady will be able to get the ball out quick. <laughs> yeah, super no, quick. No, I, think no. the, I think definitely Brady will be able to get the ball Against out Against that D-line? And I don't think their offense – their offense is nice. And, you know, Shanahan's a, a genius. We their know this. is. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, for sure. It's much better than our offense. But their O line is potentially worse than ours. It's not. Oh, it's really? Not. They're playing with like three they backups. Put up Fifty last week with backup O linemen well, against the Panthers. The Panthers looks, the ball all day. Panthers look sorry that day. They did. They but how much sorry. was that because of the Panthers? How how much of that was because of how good some the gaping, Niners are? Gaping holes. Okay. Yeah, but, but it's because dudes were out of alignment and assignment sure, on defense. Sure. But you have it was embarrassing. That, that O-line, even with their injuries, has played has has played pretty well. They've played pretty well. They've been yeah, they've been doing okay. And they have McGlinchey coming back. Staley uh Staley coming Not back. Not for a while though. Soon. In a couple weeks. Yeah, I heard Ustag sure. is coming back soon. I'm 100 percent giving this all backs. Running backs, I give you the Niners backs immediately. Coleman, Brita, Ustag, giving me. Oh, you're that. taking them all over. Over, over Sony and James White? And Rex Burkhead? Where has he been? He's, he's, all right, he was injured, obviously. Where's okay. Usek been? He's done more this season than Burkhead. That's for sure. Debatable. Not debatable. Debatable. He's been like two, a game and a half. All right, Usek got injured like a few weeks ago. A, a few, few weeks, weeks ago. ago when they played Monday Night Football. Like, legit week three. You might be right. Yes, I, am right. I remember. Regardless, I still rather have you shot you you shot than than Rex Burger. You just one of the best offensive weapons in the league. I, I would love him on the Patriots. He's a weapon. Say that. I know. He's, he's a, a he's weapon. A weapon. I know. He's a mismatch. a weapon. I know. Really? I, know. I don't fall back anymore. I would love you, Jack. I know, but he doesn't block like a fullback. He just yes, receives, he does. He receives like Devlin. Devlin. Yeah. Maybe not like Devin. He, he receives. Still he receives. Well. Um, receivers. Give me the bananas. Receiving. You're on crack cocaine. Kittle. You're on. You're on crap. Oh, we're talking receivers or we're talking like pass catchers. Uh, Sorry, pass catchers. The, okay, the only Kittle. one that's better than ours is Kittle. Kittle? And then it makes Sanders. Sanders. And that's it, dude. You have to stop right there. You can't that's even talk I mean. anymore. The rest of them are speed guys, bro. Perfect. I'm not hearing that. Perfect. I'm not I hearing will that. Take that. I'm not hearing that. Over 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 Sanu and and, and Dorset? And I don't know. We're just gonna bring about I, I gotta uh, see Harry. I gotta uh, see him. And we're not I gotta gonna mention him. Edelman. Edelman, I'll take I'll take Kittle over I'm Edelman. taking Edelman over all of them. I'm taking Kittle over Edelman any day of the week. You're drunk. Edelman over all of them. Over Kittle? All of them. You're drunk! He's the best. If you need a catch, who are you going to? I mean, that's not a good... That's not... Who is the best? I'm taking Kittle over Edelman every day of the week. He's that's a, so again, disrespectful. Again, one that's of the, so disrespectful. He's, he's one of, if not the best tight end in the league, one of the best offensive weapons in the, in the NFL, period. 
Period. I think Edelman, I think you could say Edelman's one of the best offensive weapons in the NFL, period. I'm taking Kittle over him. That's for sure. Uh, I don't know. That's bro. for That's sure. That's crazy cap. That's, That's for sure. Crazy for crazy sure. Cap. Crazy cap. Defense, clearly Pat's defense is, I think it's marginally better. Yeah. Marginally better. Fair, but our secondary is way better yes. than them. I'm our not secondary. hearing it. And they play zone? They do play man. Stop it. Stop no, it. no. They, they play, play a lot of zone, they too. They do play a lot of zone, but they're not afraid to play man. They're not afraid. Watch they did versus the Rams. Ooh, they have I know. I know. But they don't know. like playing man. Sherman does not. Sure, he doesn't like sure. playing man. He doesn't. But what but happens they when have teams to? play zone against us? What to? happens when teams play zone But here's the thing. The the, the Niners aren't a team that are like, oh, we only put zone. That's all we do. They're willing to do other things. Of course. Things, of course. Which is not a lot of teams are. You talk about teams like the Panthers. You talk about teams like the Cowboys. A lot of those Seattle teams. Just they, love playing zone. They just love playing zone. But the, the Niners have shown Steelers. that they're willing to do other things. Yeah. So, I mean, especially when it no, matters, when okay, it counts. They, okay, here's hear me out. Front, Their front four, no matter who's in there, they're nice. Better than much better than our front four. Sure, we don't but, even have a front four. We don't even play a front four. No, we don't. But we still <laughs> get pressure. So, what's the... Oh, what's no, the no, really you want to hear something funny about that? Um, the Niners are actually first in opponent pass yards. The Pats are second. But the Pats are first in sacks. The Niners are second. Uh, no, the Niners are fourth, sorry, with 27. Uh, uh, but they both average 3.9 sacks per game. But Oh, okay. But just a cool little. Yeah, that is cool, I guess. Um, But Niners have a nice D-line. They, they're weak at linebacker. They are, they are, are weak. Don't be disrespectful. Well, Quan Don't Alexander is now out. He got injured last night. night. Yeah, so he's out. And their other linebackers are just, I was watching. They're not that great. They're not that great. And ours are way more physical, way more athletic, and way just you know more versatile. For sure, for sure, for sure. But and I and I, let's, I'm not even talking about the, I'm not talking about secondary. Our defense is marginally better than theirs. In our offense, in our and our and our coaching, in our yeah, come on, come on, you can't mention Shanahan is that guy. Yeah, I know, but I, I he's the best offensive mind in the NFL right now. That's fact. That's cap. That's no cap. No cap. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he's the best. Ooh. What has he done to earn that that title? Look at his resume. Ooh, look yeah, at his... what's the resume? Let's pull it up. What's, pull what what resume that he that he was on the the, the Redskins with RG three and that he was on the Falcons and, he, and they went to the playoffs. When did the Redskins, the Redskins ever go to the playoffs? Never. I he mean, was with the Falcons. And MVP Matt Ryan went to the Super yeah. Bowl. And what happened? They went to the Super Bowl. And, they had the best offense in the league that and year. And what happened in the Super it's Bowl? It's on his resume. And you know what else is on his resume? How he fucking choked and had terrible play calling as the game went down the line. Terrible play calling. Not to mention yesterday, if Jimmy G didn't bail him out with some great throws, he put he didn't make the best play calls yesterday. Jimmy G was also incredible. Of course, yesterday. Jimmy G incredible. had his best game. And last that's yesterday. what I've been waiting for. Well, I mean, that's what I've been waiting for. Jimmy G had. Well, all right. Let's get a couple things straight. First off, he was playing against arguably the worst secondary in the league, arguably behind the Raiders. Probably Patrick Peterson is a shell of himself. This man gets exposed. He can't make a tackle. He can't get a stop. I don't know what is good with him, but he's not that great anymore. He looked great yesterday. Jimmy G looked very good. He looked poised in the pocket. If his first read wasn't there, he was hitting his second. And if his second read wasn't there, he was hitting his third. And he was moving around in the pocket just like, you know, Brady did last week um, on Edelman's touchdown. very sim- On Edelman's second touchdown, very similar to that. But, man, listen, you can't just be crowning a, a team out of nowhere just as the best team in the league. You just can't be crowning them that. I'm sorry. I'm not hearing it. We have clout. We have respect. You have to respect that as well. We're the kings. And until somebody takes our crown away, we're still the kings. 49ers look nice, but they're just jesters at this time. Of That's fine. You can say that. I think right now, up to this point, the 49ers have played much better than us. And that's all that really matters to me if we're talking power rankings. They have almost lost a few times. 
And who, how have the Patriots done against them for your competition? We fucking destroyed them. <sighs> what do you mean? How's the offense done? I, uh, it, just okay. But like yeah. I said, our offense has obviously been and a the, revolving door all season okay, long. Okay, and that's why I'm putting the 49ers ahead of us. That's that's really it's it's. it's I'll talk to you in two. Uh, sure, it's power if rankings. the if the Pats smoke the Ravens, do you don't think that's gonna happen? Not smoke. If the Pats <laughs> offense moves the ball down the field and scores like four touchdowns, five touchdowns, you're gonna feel you're gonna change your mind. I know that, right. and I I like I said starting this conversation. The I'm Pats probably, better be second on your list. They are have, second. Uh, they were almost. Uh, third, we were have, I will say they almost. We're gonna have trouble. Yeah, we're gonna have they trouble. They almost though. dropped down the third. Um, dropped this man said. They almost, did. they almost did. I'm sorry, um, but Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, sorry, uh, Redskins coordinator. They went to the playoffs. Browns that year in 2014 couldn't really pull up stats quick enough. Atlanta Falcons, we know what he did with the Falcons and San Francisco. They've been one of the best. They've been even last year when they were asked. That offense was like, ooh, this is a fun offense to watch here. They do some really creative things. I think he's really. Establish himself as one of the best. No, he yeah, is he the is, best. He's, he's the best. He's easily top three. We've talked about he's it. He's top one. He's top two and he's not two. Shout out my man Drizzy. Yeah. Uh Pats, like I said, they I have them at two. I guess you have the Niners at two. Yeah. I just listen, like I think the Pats, like I said, Pats defense is marginally better. Just a little disrespectful. That's all it is. I'm sorry. I, 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 yeah, I, I respect your sorry. I respect it, but it's just a little disrespectful. That's it. Saints. I almost put them second. What? Almost. And here's why. That's sorry ass offense? Sorry. 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 Putting up 30 without Breeze? Sorry. They put up 30. They're sorry. They are sorry offense. Bro, who what makes them sorry? Their their weapons are sorry after Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. That's better than <laughs> what are we starting with? Are you serious, bro? They're, they've no Michael Thomas or Julian Edelman. Michael, no, Michael Thomas. Thomas, sure. Alvin Kamara or Sony Michelle. Of course. Like, so where are you going with our weapons? At least we have other people to, to play. What do you mean who? They have nobody after them. Latavius Murray's been looking actually pretty decent. Incredible. We are capping. Incredible. Yeah. He had one good game. Okay. So that was one, one game, game. they needed. Kevin Coleman looked incredible two nights ago, but how about last night? Okay. And? He looked average. He looked good. Huh? Brita look good. But that's not my point. <laughs> we have depth, bro. We have depth. They don't have good depth. Okay. You're, you can't talk about – you really can't talk about other teams' weapons when the past weapons have been just really mediocre all year long. Have they not we been? We know what it stems from. I we know what that. it stems from. It stems from the O-line play. I don't, know, weapons I don't are better than all, that. I don't know if it's all O-line. I'm not saying all of it, but it stems from there, and it starts there. But our weapons are better than theirs. <sighs> Jared Cook is not the same Jared Cook he was on like that. But it, does he really play like it? <laughs> does he play like it? Dude, what are you saying about our tight ends? They're not that great either. They're terrible. But they're, they're, the Saints' weapons are not that great. Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara in a great O line. Alvin Kamara's actually been playing garbage. He's been this injured. Year. He's been injured. And but when he is playing, he's not playing that well. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara match with that O line and Sean Payton is plenty, and they got it done with that O line. That's a great O line. What? That's a great. Oh, we would be so happy with that O line right now. So happy, dude. I'm 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 okay with the players we have on our O line, except Newhouse. I'll, our yeah, players yeah. are fine, dude. I, mean, I wasn't happy with Florence last game either. Once but Shaq gets back, yeah. Once Shaq gets back, but here's the thing: I can't back. depend on Isaiah Lynn. I can't. He played really well when he was playing. He did. That's not the point. I can't depend on him to be there. He's been injured oh, all oh, last year oh. now, and he's been injured all this year now. How can I? What am I? I understand to? what you're saying, but I mean, I'm praying he plays the rest. Sure, of the but I can only I can only comment on what I've seen. But what I've seen Saints is, is number three team. Yes, 
They are almost second, but we're really How? what it came down to. I do think right now their offense is better than ours. Again, their offense is better than ours, and they were doing it with the backup quarterback too. That's the thing. Besides their D line, but they are exactly, trash. They're not trash. Stop it. Don't be disrespectful. Their defense is solid, but there's no, there's not a single. Like the only ounce of special they have is, is like Lattimore. I don't, I don't think he's special. I, I think mean, he's, he's nice. I think he's like. Silver, not gold. I think he's I like you. Mike Conley. Like he's like Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I get you. Nice. I get you. Yeah, he's, he's nice. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not, not like Steph Curry. He's, he's, he's not, not Gilmore. Harden. He's not Gilmore. He's not Dame. He's not Gilmore. Yeah. He's nice. Um, I think the only real ounce of special they have is Cam Jordan. Yeah. That's really and their D line they their D line just plays well. Their D line as a group yeah, is special. Yeah, yeah. As a group yeah. is special, but not individually. No, no, no. Um, and their linebackers are weak. Demar Davis is nice. He's fast and he's a good tackler, but they're not that great. You know, they're just nothing special. Yeah. It's just nothing special. And we and we we torch them. I always look at it like this. Are you scoring on us? Are your receivers might, getting open? Might, are your receivers getting open on our against our D backs? No, well, we're gonna double. Mm, I don't know. No, we, we could do. double him we because might, we, well, you put Gilmore on him and you you tell you tell Devin to keep an eye out. Yeah, but and then everybody else across the board shots. getting str- so how are they gonna score? It's not. This is not a. This is not a Patriots versus Saints thing. It's a power ranking. Who is best team right now up to what what we've seen so far this season? Yeah, easy there. I just look at it differently. I know you do. I look easy at there, Pat Patriots. Because bro. I don't care if if we're gonna talk power rankings, one v one. That's how I look at it. Can you beat the number one team? They could beat us for sure. I mean, I'm not gonna pick them to, but they could could beat us. us. But I could beat us. I have Packers at three, over the Saints at four. So my list goes: Pats, 49ers, Packers, who I think better offensively than the Saints. I think they're better defensively. They have as a better the quarterback than the Saints, but I don't know. If and I think their weapons are just as good as the Saints are, which Ooh, doesn't mean Lizard? much. Lizard? No, well, it starts with Devontae Adams. Oh, no, he hasn't been there. Bro, we're talking. I get that. You can't talk about what we're going to see. Just you talk about what we've seen so far this year. <sighs> their wide receivers are. Lizard. Yeah, besides Michael Thomas, throw him out, out of the conversation just for right throw now. Out the best receiver. In just the hold on so for a second. The rest of the Saints wide receivers are just like the Packers receivers right now. And the Pats. And if you include Devonta Adams, it's very similar. Yes. And then All their right. running backs are back, better than – their two running backs are better than the Saints two running backs. They are. They produce more. Kamara, they produce more. They Kamara produce more. hasn't been on the field either. Fair. So how can you even – if I can't talk about Devonta Fair. Adams, we I'm can't talk arguing. about Kamara. I'm not arguing. And, and tight ends – Jimmy Graham is ju- kind of just like Jared Cook, where they're nice names and they don't really produce that much. I'm with you. And their defense is better than the and than the Saints. When Devontae Adams gets back, that'll be huge, and I think that'll catapult them. But I do think the Packers' defense is kind of questionable right now. I mean, I, they'll get exposed for sure. But they have good, they have better pieces than the Saints do. I'll I, say that. I disagree. Very, I disagree a on lot. defense. Yes. What? Yes. Their front seven is 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 questionable and lacking. I was really talking about their secondary. Have they have better secondary pieces? I love Jair Alexander. I love. I will Kevin say Lattimore is probably the best out of all of them, so they have that edge. But I guess the Packers do have more depth and skill as a Adrian whole. Adrian Amos is a great safety. They have more depth yeah. and skill in their in their secondary. I do love the Smith brothers as we talk about. Yes, but they, but who else? But that's it, really. I know. Besides them, I know Larry's okay it, um, and Martinez is okay. It's that's really it, and that's their issue. That's their issue. I know, but that's kind of like the Saints. No, stop it. That's the Saints front seven is really good. They're really good. 
They're really good, especially against the run. They are really good, and they're really stout too. There's one thing that's very similar about all five of these teams. Um, fifth team for me is the Vikings, by the way. You? Yeah. Yeah. There's one There's one similar thing that, that all these teams have in common, and it's that their defense can win them a game, mm-hmm. every single one well, of them. I, see, that's the thing. I don't know if I believe that with the Packers anymore. I mean, they could win them a game. I think we're just solely on defense. I think their defense has been exposed. I think we're overcompensating for how they started the season. I just don't. I mean, even the beginning is the beginning of the season. They had a couple of shaky, shaky games. The Eagles torched them. Yeah, torched very, them very much. When so. they were really not playing well either. It was still a little bit early in the season, but that's I, what I'm I saying. Agree. The Eagles yeah. weren't playing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying I, I, I agree. So I, agree. I, I, I look at the Packers and I think that defense. The, it's just that front seven is concerning. They don't have enough depth. The Smith brothers, they're really good, but what else? Who else is helping them? Especially up the middle. Yeah, no, they don't have any. They don't. They don't have any great, great D tackles. And it's either. affecting their secondary play too because it's like, ooh, you know, pressure. To, Starts no up pressure. Front. Starts and up we front. have to help out our front seven now, and now it's leaving guys like Alexander King, Savage, Amos, out on out on an island to fend for themselves. But I think there's a big, big, big. Uh, I, I know you don't agree with me, but I think there's a big drop off between from the Pats and 49ers to the next team. Mm-mm, I definitely disagree. I think Saints are up there just with them. Yeah, I think that's a little crazy. I just don't know. I'm just about the Saints. I do just they've they've they're always always phony to me, man. They're always phony. They're never real to me. They're never a real, mm-hmm. real, well, real contender to me. They're definitely a real contender. I mean, they're they're they were contender last year too. But shit, if we faced them in the Super Bowl, it would have been slow for them too. That's facts. And that's, I don't know about all that. Well, shit, the Rams had a better defense than them. Did they not? They had very similar defenses, really. And who was really better, though? Uh, oh, whatever. We're not thinking about side topic. Because come I, on, there. How much better are you thinking the Rams were? Um, only the best player, arguably the best player in the NFL, is on your team. Okay, they had two guys on their front. They had they had Sue too. Forgot about Sue. Yeah, they'd sue, they had Sue Dante too. Fowler. But again, that Rams front is really stout and, and good against the run. So I don't like I don't know how you can just dis- like who's to say the Rams the uh Saints wouldn't be able to do the same thing the Saints the Rams had versus the Super Bowl. Their secondary wasn't as good. Neither is the Rams. The Rams, I mean, well, and let's not forget about Corey Littleton. He was unbelievable last year, and he is still un- unbelievable this year. He's on the, the And Demario Davis is really good too. Yeah, but he's not a great cover guy. He's a good run stopper. What? But what did the Saints do? They didn't really single cover James White. They had they were multiple bracketing and doubling James Rams? White. Oh. Oh, sorry, the Rams. Who said the Saints wouldn't do the same thing? Who's who like who's saying we're scoring much more versus the Saints? Know. I don't know. I get well, and I think that Saints offense would have done more than three points for us. Really? Yes, because Jared Goff was an embarrassment, and Sean McVay was just well embarrassed. What himself. makes it any different, bro? They were the best offense in the league last year during the regular season. But we saw what happened to that offense towards the end of last season. How teams really figured them out and figured out McVay's formula and slowed them down. Whereas Peyton, he's an experienced play caller who's not going to get caught up on two or three concepts. It would have got slow. It would have been slow for them regardless. It would have been faster than three points. And we would have scored more than 13. Eh, I promise you that. I don't know. Um, All right. You're drinking your fucking haterade right now. What am I hating on? I just don't. Dude said, I don't know. For, you had Vikings fifth. Yes. I'm with you. But I just, I love the Vikings. And I just, I'm concerned about them. Because Kirk Cousins, how sustainable is this level of play that Kirk Cousins is playing on? Now, yes, it is all based off of the fact that they have this unbelievable run game. Who... Which is really funny because the the Vikings have played one of the hardest schedules of run defenses, mm-hmm. and they're still doing this. And it's going to get even easier um, 
now as they if I as I pull up their schedule real quick. The thing about the Vikings is that they their formula is they can play anywhere. Yes, you know? they no can. matter where you're they playing, can. they'll show up and they'll do their thing. They will. Dalvin Cook will do his thing. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, as long as he takes care of the ball and just finds his receipt and just throws mm-hmm. to his to Diggs and Thielen, he'll be successful. So upcoming on their schedule, they have the Chiefs this Sunday. Not a good run defense at all. Actually, one of the worst. The Cowboys, uh, the Broncos, the Seahawks, who haven't been that well, been that good against the run. The Lions, Chargers, who are just an embarrassment. The Packers, who we just talk about. The Bears, who just got gashed last – nope, never – no, yeah, they've been, they haven't been that great against the run this year either. Um, so their run schedule is going to get much easier. Um, but – No, they're going to win a lot of those games. They're going to – they might win the division. I just – I'm not a person who bashes um, Cousins, but I just don't know how much longer he can keep this up. I just don't know how much longer he's a he's a very talented thrower. He is such a talented thrower. He is, and people never talk about that. He does have a good arm. It's because he's never that consistent. But he's not. The past couple games, I mean, I mentioned last week that he was an MVP contender, you know, MVP candidate. I mean, you just never know. I mean, like I said, you have one good game, and you're all of a sudden an MVP candidate at this point in the season. What now, Jimmy G's an MVP candidate? Because who said that? I'm just saying, people talk. People talk. People talk. He's undefeated. He's a quarterback. Like he had four touchdowns last yesterday. I you would know, die before voting for Jimmy G before for an MVP this year. Well, um, as of right now, sure. But I mean, if he has another four touchdown game, then we're talking all of a sudden. You know, sure. It's uh, just you never know. Their defense, though, it's really good. It's really talented. But roads have been open, man. Roads are wide open. Wide open. Roads sure. are wide open. <laughs> wide open. Oh Xavier Rhodes has just been not himself. And I think. He, he's been drinking whatever Patrick Peterson's been drinking. And I think they get a little predictable on defense, too. Um, me and you talked about this before. I think a lot of teams have realized that they do like to – they don't always man up. They like to play a lot of cover three, cover four. And you see a lot of teams attack their curl flat uh, linebacker defender, which yeah. is usually Barr Kendricks. And you've seen that time and time again, whether it's last week versus Washington. Uh, last year, Thursday Night Football, I'm sure everyone remember when – the Rams faced the Vikings, and Cooper Cup was just mashed up on the linebackers all, all day. day long. Yeah, so many big plays because I think they get a little predictable in their zones. They yeah. get the, if the linebackers match up in those curl flats or other it's a bad matchup. Line, yeah, it's not a good matchup. And it's just they have to get out of that somehow. And what scares me this weekend is um, Andy Reid going up against that defense. So I just I need to see Mike Zimmer do some different things with that defense because they have all the talent in the in the world yeah. in the defense. Yeah. Um, so I just need to see more. I totally agree. Uh, they have great names. They have they have one of the deepest rosters in the league. Simple. It really is like one that. One of the most complete, talented. And one of the most talented. Flaw on the off on the roster, really. Maybe maybe O line. No, I don't think that O line. I think the O line is really good. I, it, it's doing well, but I mean, if you had to have a flaw, it's probably there. They have good weapons everywhere. They're, I would argue it's death that receiver over that because all they have is Thielen and Diggs. And but now, all like, you have is two top ten receivers. You know, like that's all you have. But now Thielen's out, and it's like fuck. What do we do now? I know, but he's he'll he should be back either this week or the week after, so he won't be gone for too long. But I mean, they're just a great team. They they have no excuse not to be contenders every year for the past couple of years. Facts. They really don't. That's why I love them so much. They're so just complete. Yeah. Not to mention, they probably have the freshest jerseys in the league. But uh, I don't know. But anyway, um, no, they're, they're definitely an elite team right now. Um, I'm excited to see kind of if they can keep this up. Um, you know, the, the Bears are an embarrassment in that division. So Packers and Vikings are both making the playoffs. I think we can say that for sure um, with a lot of confidence. Um 
just a matter of who's going to win the division. Yeah, and what really sucks is we both picked the the Bears. No, I we picked both, the, you picked the Bears win the division. Yeah, embarrassing. But I I also said the Vikings and Packers were going to make it. You did say that. Yeah, oh, that's what you said. I yeah. picked the Vikings to win the division. Yeah, which sucks because the Packers are just somehow so so good, which I did not expect at all. I know, but um, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't have pictured another playoffs without Aaron Rodgers. So I just, I knew he'd. he'd I mean, it's real in. simple. We've been t- talking for years. What happens when Aaron Rodgers gets a run game in the defense? This is what happens. He's back to playing like an MVP. It's really simple. Yeah, it's very simple. He's been. He, you know, he doesn't even need receivers. He doesn't need receivers. Just give him a run game in the defense. Don't just hit, play against him. Just play the rate. Just play the Raiders every week. All right. See, now we're hating. Now <laughs> we're hating. Just play the Raiders now every we're week. hating. And, anyway, just play the, and then play the Chiefs right after. Say less. Say way less, please. I need to pay. Two worst D backs. The Bills need to get paid, and you need to take a break. All right. Welcome back to Say Less. Uh, we're going to get into some non football stuff, some off the field stuff. Uh, it's called Say Less, but you know, sometimes you got to say a little bit more, right? Um, sometimes you got to say a lot more. A lot more, actually, which is what we're about to do. Uh, we both we both love football here. Yes. Um very but much. me for one, I've been very vocal about how much I hate the NFL, the business, um, the the organization, the company. Um, they're one of the most hypocritical, mismanaged companies in really this country. Uh th- their issues on player safety, their drug policies and practices, their social initiatives, how they respond to many crises. They're they're reactive instead of proactive in so many different areas that we could really just have a whole episode or show about how incompetent the NFL is. But really just for today's installment of that, we're just going to talk about Trent Williams and Coleccio Semele. Free the guys. Free the, free free the, the guys. guys. Trent Williams, as we talked about a few weeks back on an episode of Say Less, and as you might have heard, has been holding out all year because of how Washington failed to recognize a cancerous tumor on his head that was growing for six years, according to Williams. Instead, they claim that he's fine and he can he can keep playing. So Williams, having gone through this, having gotten the, the, the tumor removed from his head and finding out it was cancerous, he has demanded a trade and is refusing to play for Washington ever again. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. What the hell? I work for that organization. Yeah, embarrassing. Um, of course, the Washington has decided not to trade the Pro Bowl tackle, which is another example of their competence because they could definitely have gotten a first round pick. We offered pick. a first round pick. We yeah, offered it. And, and now they don't now they couldn't get, get one. Yeah, they now couldn't get, get one. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this is not surprising, of course. This is a team that literally calls himself a racial sl- a racial slur. So we're not surprised by this level of incompetence. Um, and that leads me to the Coleccio Assembly. As you might have heard recently. He's been dealing with a torn labrum for some time now. He had been taking uh, painkillers to deal with the pain, but the injury has gotten to a point where he couldn't even raise his arm, which I believe is something you need to do to play football. No? Uh, yeah. Right? Okay. A few times. He missed the last three Jets games due to injury, and the Jets have been fining him $579,000 per week, which is $1.7 million total for those counting at home. Um, and this is for a player who is legitimately injured, who shouldn't be playing with a torn labor and cannot play. He got he got opinions from multiple doctors. Multiple doctors. The Jets tried to make him believe he was fine and that he could wait till after the season to get surgery. But Osemi- Mind you, they're like one in six at this point. Thank you. Like, they're not winning games. No. But Assembly was adamant that, no, the time is now. And mind you, the, the, the Redskins are, haven't won yet. No. Continue. 
I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> Yo, just, keep that in mind, please. One win combined between the two teams. <laughs> and Osemi has been adamant that no, the time is now. I need this surgery. And he went to other outside dogs, like you said. And the Jets were even people accuse the Jets of sending them false MRI scans to those doctors trying to say no, That's he's fine. Evil. Evil. They should get fired. The evil. whole organization is evil. Clean house. So Assembly went on to get the surgery on his own where the doctors found that the damage was actually way worse than they thought. And so then the Jets decided to cut him after he got that surgery. <laughs> they said, oh, you found out? Oh, you're getting cut. You can't let this And this, is, this has been really big news about the league. And if you haven't heard, the uh, assembly and his representatives in the NFLPA are fi- uh, filing grievances against the league. They're using, uh, they're going to be going through legal action um, because the Jets um, violated some work policies. Um, and this is going to be a huge thing. And it's just, we know the NFL is a business, but what business operates like this? It's evil. Usually you take care of the people that make you money. Trent Williams is a all pro, pro bowl. One Arguably of the best your best player in the, on the team. One of your best left tackles in the league. Yeah. You run ads that say football is family, but don't care about the health and well-being of these guys and how they actually take care of their families. This is one of the reasons why players hold out and are bargaining for guaranteed money because teams show time and time again. They don't give a fuck about these players. All they care about is their bottom line. But the bottom line is, this is not a good look for you guys. And you have... And for a league that has concerns about dwindling youth participation numbers and the longevity of this league, looks like this add on to that problem. Yeah. But again, that's that's something we'll discuss in a later episode of the NFL's incompetence. But this whole, it's just yeah, no, it's terrible. Like the the Redskins are a bad team. You want people to play for you? You think they're gonna play for you now? You think you're gonna get free agents to come over no. there and play for you now after this news? Same goes with the Jets. You're a bad team. You think anyone's going to want to come play for this this organization? What if they get hurt? They're going to have to go through this bullshit again? They're not. You're, there's no trust there. Mm-mm. There's no type of trust. There's Mm-mm. no type of honesty. There's no type of, oh, you're doing a huge favor by risking your life playing a game for us? Let's let's get you for to the right doctors. Organization. For a start organization, let's get you to the right doctors. Instead, nah, you actually have had cancer for six years, but we're going to keep it on the low. Not Not just any cancer. Brain cancer? A tumor on your head. On your head? You almost died? No, we're just going to keep it on the low, but tell me when you're ready to keep playing. Oh, that helmet hurts? All right, we'll find one that fits. Fits over this tumor? Bro, that shit is incredible, and it blows my mind, man. It's it, it's embarrassing. It's, it really is. It's just, it's just, how do you find the right amount of words just to talk about how evil... And, and it gets pushed under the rug. And so, yes. It gets pushed right under the rug. Yes. No and one I'm wants to talk about I'm it. I'm so happy that Trent Williams is finally speaking out. He finally reported back to the team because you have to accrue a certain amount of weeks in the regular season so that the league year counts so that he can get paid and eventually, hopefully, get out of this terrible uh, situation. Um, but I just... It's really just a terrible look. It, it, it's kind of unearthing some of the things that players talk about when they say it's a business. Yeah. It's, and it's how it's just, no, it's sad. That's what it is. It's sad. It's not a business. It's just like dudes have families. Like I, I've met Trent Williams. He's a good dude. He's, I've, yeah. I've met, he's a great guy. I've seen how long time Redskins fans who have tickets for every single year, how they, Oh my God. When he came out of the tunnel at practice once, they were going crazy for Trent Williams and only Trent Williams. Like they love this man. Like people in, in Washington love him. And like, that's what it comes down to. These guys, they, they sell 
tickets. They sell, they get people in the in stands. Seats, yeah. And that's all these guys care about. They don't care about running. They don't understand how these decisions now, maybe in the short term, you keep, you keep telling someone like Trump to keep playing. Yeah, people will keep buying long term. No one's going to want to support this organization. No they way. clearly have shown they don't care about winning. They don't care about making the right football moves. They franchise Kirk Cousins for three years in a row. Like, why are you overpaying? Trust for me. That? Trust me. I worked for that organization. They don't care about winning the way other teams do. They they, they are listen. They are not smart. That's all I'm gonna say. They're not smart. It's just they don't care about winning. They don't care about all they care about is their bottom line. Simple. And it, it's real sad. The Jets. They're just. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. It's just embarrassing. They're just Jets are gonna Jets, and e- even when they got an overhaul of you know new people, new you know still new, fuck it it's up. still and they still fuck it it's, up. It's disgusting in the way in the manner in which it's happened. It really is. It's it makes it. It's, I'm embarrassed. I'm a football fan. How can I say like football is better than basketball when like you know NFL does shit like this? Like the sport football is better than basketball, but the NBA is far and away million times more better run and you know well just it's just an honorable league better you know leaders more, yeah uh, it's just they, they they more opportunity it's just it's embarrassing it is and uh, god forbid anything like this ever happens to the patriots and then it'll really be put on blast but i think these sorry ass teams it's easy to you know wipe under the rug because they're not good that would never happen to the parents we had we let three dudes miss games this year because their wives are getting burned mm. You think if a player had cancer? Never, never. I mean, Robert Kraft is one of the nicest guys yeah. ever. Yeah, of course. He actually – Bill Belichick loves the players. He loves the players that he that he coaches. Like, they, they have real relationships. They, and here, we talk about the Patriots. They personally invested money to help Josh Gordon in his rehab. Yeah, of course. Like, we care about everybody. We care about our players, and it's just – Robert Kraft looks at, the, at them like sons. I know these other owners don't, you know? They look at them as commodities, as items. As or stuff. as Texans owner. He looks at them as like, oh, you you're putting on a show for the for me tonight. Basically. Exactly. Um, but speaking of the Jets, they were surprisingly kind of active during yeah. the trade. Deadline. Sorry, ass teams are are active in trying to get rid of their good players. And so a lot of the rumors were swirling around Jamal Adams, who the Jets claimed they weren't shopping him, but many teams were inquiring inquiring about him. And so when teams call, you listen. They say it, um, but. Jamal wasn't really happy with that, saying the Pats don't shop Brady, which I don't know if that's exactly true or not. The, the this is what, he said the Rams don't get calls, don't take calls on Aaron Donald, and the Patriots don't take calls on Tom Brady, and we don't take calls on Tom Brady. Do you know how do you know how many times people have tried to trade for Tom Brady? It's Bill Belichick said it before. Once the 49ers called and yeah, they asked, and he just hung up. He hung up. It's really I mean, that simple. They eventually traded Jimmy G, but. That's um, a, yeah, I mean, of course. What do you think of Jamal Adams' comments? Well, first off, the Cowboys offered a first-round pick and two second-round picks. Would you trade that for Jamal? Would you give Jamal Adams for that? Dude, listen. I've said this, and I'll say this a million times. He's a Hall of Famer. I will trade um, I'll trade so many question marks for, for bona fide stars in this league. And by oh, question okay. marks, I mean I'll trade a lot draft of draft picks, picks yes. for great players. As Belichick has done time and time again because those great players – will hold you down for a bunch of years to come. Your draft picks, you don't you know. Yeah, yeah, I, know I don't what know are. what I'm going to get in a draft pick. I yeah, just don't. Sony Michelle. Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. Sonny Michelle is, is, is just continue, fine. Continue. Um, I would if – I'm, if I'm the Cowboys, that's a great trade. Yeah. But that's not enough. It's not enough. I mean, it's probably enough. It's not enough. Not in this. Situation. I'm not giving them up for that. No, I'm not either. I, I'm telling you, I might not give up. If someone offered me three first round picks, I might not do that either. Oh, you're bugging. Three? For three? For Jamal yeah. Adams? For Jamal Adams? Three? 
Jamal Adams is arguably a top five. Is a top? He's, not arguably. He's a top three safety in the league now. Yeah, probably. And he's only in his third year, bro. He's on a rookie contract. I know. That's why I wouldn't trade it. He's he is uh, he's on his way to becoming. He's he's already well, had like a you? Hall of Fame type player. He is though. He's a Hall of Fame type player. He is the way he carries himself, and I I respect him for saying like, "Hey, the Patriots don't shop him." Oh yeah, I respect him. I respect that that because you're. I respect you. Know what kind of player you are. Like you can argue, well, he's not Aaron Donald, but he probably will be in that bona fide. Yeah, of course, superstar range. I know that absolutely, and he's. And, and not to mention, he said that he talked to the GM and they said that he was in their plans and that, you know, he wasn't going to trade him. And then next day that they're talking about trading him, which is nuts to me. But yeah. I think it's crazy that I, I, I personally just don't – I'm not trading away a superstar for any draft picks. I'm just not. Jalen Jalen Ramsey is a is, – you know, he wanted out. There's a difference. Like if, you're, yeah. if your player wants out, then there's a whole – that's a big difference. But it depends if, on contracts and stuff. You always see Bill. Like he traded Chandler Jones. He's out of here. Well, he was on his last year of his deal. Contract, yeah, contracts yeah. are a big thing. Yeah, and, and he wasn't exactly a superstar just yet. He was on he his way. Superstar numbers though. Now he is. He's he was super- on his oh. final couple years. Of the yeah, class. he was. He was definitely on his way for sure. Um, but I think it's. I think the craziest thing is that Le'Veon Bell was in trade talks. And now, the Pittsburgh Raiders were saying, "Oh my God, Pittsburgh got him for like a oh, but then you are guys are corny. The fact corny. that they even called you." <laughs> The fact that they even called is so sorry to me. For what purpose? For this year? They should be dogged. For this year? Uh, they should be dogged to draft him for even inquiring. Wait, for, for even th- inquiring. For this year? Yes. They wanted him for yes. this year? Yes. For what purpose? I don't know. I don't know. Where are they going? I don't know. Legit, I, where are they you going? You wouldn't re-sign Le'Veon Bell. And now that he has his guaranteed money, he's honestly not playing that well with the Jets, honestly. Well, no one's playing well. Obviously, but... <sighs> I don't know. You should be dodged a draft pick for yeah. even thinking about trading for him. You didn't yeah. want to pay him. He no. gets paid somewhere else, and now you want to trade for him. You Doesn't make sense. Up. You could have just paid him, but instead you let him get paid by someone else, and now you want to give him draft cop and get him back. What? What? <laughs> what? What is that logic? I Dude, I wish I knew. I really do, but I don't, and it's embarrassing. And the fact that I when I heard that, I laughed. But it also is – Chiefs are really trying to upgrade their running backs. I don't think they need to. I think they just need to run the ball more. Well, they, they're trying to upgrade. They try to get Le'Veon. I mean, I don't blame them yeah. for doing that, yeah. but I think they have a, plenty of talent. I'm, I'm curious back. to see who what was offered for Le'Veon. I doubt it was a first round pick because I think they would have dealt one for him. But but the the, the Steelers don't have a first round pick to give. That too. They got make a Fitzpatrick. So maybe that, so. maybe they just lowballed and see what the Jets would do. Yeah, they probably that offered could... like a second or third, and that's just not enough. But he, um, he's expensive. And then Robbie Anderson also didn't get traded, but I think they, they should have traded him because mm-hmm. he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of wide receivers who should have gotten traded, who probably aren't coming back, A.J. Green. Yeah. No, but he wants a long-term deal in, in, in Cincinnati. He oh, said. so he's drunk. Yes. But he just really wants that guaranteed money. He This man knows he's injury-prone. He's just looking for security, to be honest. But he, they're dumb. They're dumb. The, 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 the Redskins Easily. are dumb for not trading Trent Williams when they could have. The Bengals are dumb because they're not going anywhere for the longest time. And they could definitely use a first-round pick or two maybe. Oh, maybe four. But you know there are some teams like the Packers. Who, the Packers wanted him. Oh, the Packers the Seahawks might have been interested. Oh, God, that's scary. I know the Patriots obviously were, you know, are, are there too. But people forget about A.J. Green. I can't wait hurt. for this man to play again. He's this man hurt. was a bona fide top five receiver bonafide. since he's been playing. Bonafide. And I – I, I'm excited. I hope he's all right. But I mean, now they're just playing I think with Ryan. He's fine. I just don't think he wants to. I don't. Well, 
up to this point, I don't think he was trying to play because hoping he maybe he got traded. traded. Yeah. Um, last trade deadline non-trade that I kind of have a problem with, Chris Harris. Why, why wouldn't you trade him? He's not going to sign again on that sorry team. He's not that great anymore either. No, he's still really good. He's, he doesn't demand a first-round pick like you said. He does not. I think I wouldn't give a second-round pick for him. I said I, that too. I wouldn't, but I think given the market, it would have gotten to it. But they, there's always all right now. The the compensatory picks. You know when you when a, a player leaves for free agency, yes. you get a compensatory yes. pick back. That's always added into these formulas now. I know. Player teams are like, oh, I'm only gonna get a fourth round pick for Chris Harris when I'm probably no. But hear me out. I'm just hypothetically here. But in actuality, he'll probably leave our team, sign somewhere else, and we'll get a third-round compensatory pick for yes. him. So it doesn't make sense but, for them to trade him. No, sometimes. but that also plays into the fact why teams would give up more uh, draft capital to get him because they know yeah. if they don't resign him, then they're also getting a pick. So you're giving up maybe like a second, maybe a first. But then you're getting Chris Harris back, and then if he leaves, you're getting a third. Yeah, yeah. And if we're talking teams like the, the Chiefs or the like the Eagles. Eagles or the maybe we'll throw in 49ers because I don't think Richard Sherman is all that great right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I feel just secondary needed needy help. They, like if, they had, if they had Chris Harris, well, then that'd really be scary. But there are these teams, I think the market would drive the price up, and I do think he could be a legitimate piece to a Super Bowl contending team. Yeah. Um, even the Vikings, like, fuck No, Vikings. I think, like, the Saints would be a good one. Sure. Yeah. There's only. I don't think the Vikings can afford him, honestly. Sure. He's on a decent contract. For so. sure. Uh, and maybe Von Miller? This is this goes back to what I was saying too. I'm not trading superstar, bro. Von Miller is a, a top five defensive player in the league. I'm not trading him. If someone offered me three first round picks, I'm not trading him. I might. And also breaking news in the say list, uh, Joe Flacco has been placed on IR. Um, I just don't think the Broncos are going anywhere anytime soon. That's Von good. Mi- that was good timing, though. I know it was right. Von Miller um, has two years left on his contract. Are you going to be Super Bowl contender by the end of those two years? I say no. No, but then I, I would think if if you can't fix your and can't, you, if you definitely figure, could get at least one first round for at least one for Vaughn. At, at least if Jalen Ramsey's getting two, right now Jalen Ramsey's a better player than Vaughn Miller. Right now, what's more important, a Jalen Ramsey on your team or a Vaughn Miller on if your you team? Ask Belichick, he'd say Jalen Ramsey. Really? I think so. Look uh, how look how look how Bill pays his. Secondary versus how he pays his pass rushers. Oh, I mean that's be- well, that's because if you pay your pass rushers, you can only really get one. But if you pay your cornerbacks, you can get a bunch of cornerbacks. Okay, but isn't is Gilmore not the highest paid? Uh, he might not be the highest paid. He's one of the highest paid DBs in the league. One of, but not the. He's but, one of. But the Va- point is, I think Va- depends on who you ask. Von Miller has won games single handedly. Yes, it's hard for a D back to win games single handedly. The ends are are difference making type players who will win the game by themselves. But there's also the best offensive minds know how to overcome. Of course, but you can only block Von Miller for so long. Let's not talk about the 2015 AFC Championship game. Please Von stop. Miller please was the stop. best player please, on the please, field. Please, please, please don't talk about that game. It gives me nightmares. It gives was me he nightmares. not the best player on the field? He was. Well, besides Brady, but they also had other guys on that defense line. And just the reason why I bring up Bill is because you can game plan for a pass rush you can't game plan for a lockdown corner and take away half the field no it's impossible it's just but you that field is gone in terms of matchups sometimes you can sometimes get through it but i don't know man von miller is it different. depends it depends who you're talking to yeah. it depends who it is and what the point is von miller gets at least a first round pick at least two sure whatever at least a first and a second i'll say that yeah yeah um and so 
given the current state of the Broncos, given where they're going, given the needs on their team, you need that high draft capital to address some of your needs. At they'll online. have next. He'll get traded next year. It's only That's a matter dumb, of time. You should have done it now. You could have got more, more years, more time left in his contract. They uh, got but it. he he's he's on an expensive contract, dude. Obviously, I know. So it's, some teams like maybe maybe like I, I can't afford that right now. I understand. Um, let's say less about that. Let's finish with uh, cap or no cap. Um, our first question is about Joe Lacob. Uh, as you guys probably know, Steph Curry went down with a broken hand. He's the um, he's owner. the owner of the Golden Sorry. State Warriors. Yes, he's the owner of the Golden State Warriors. Um, as you guys know, Joe Lacob, uh, Steph Curry went down with a broken hand this week versus the Suns, uh, and Joe Lacob said, uh, tanking is against everything I and we stand for. I mean, that's no cap. But just to say the statement itself is no cap. But <laughs> when you're one of the worst teams in the league, how long is Steph out for? A while. He broke his damn hand. So they're going to be one of the worst teams in it's the league. It's not a season-ending injury. No, it's not. But, I, I mean, I, honestly, no, there's no rush in putting, bringing them no. out there. They're not making the playoffs. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the West, one of the worst teams in the league. They're going to tank by accident. I just, I just really, the whole – we're against tanking thing. It's like, no, you're not. Like, come <laughs> on. You're going to take this year. You guys have absolutely no talent. I wouldn't be surprised if D'Lo somehow got traded eventually and they got more draft capital. Like, let's just not cap like this. I don't know why they got D'Lo. You're not against trading, especially when it's going to net you a nice high lottery pick. You'll draft someone good, and you'll be back next year with Clay, Steph, and Draymond. You'll be right back in finals contention and then someone's gonna ask you how to feel about taking i don't want to hear it i really don't want to hear it yeah it's it's they're gonna get a lottery pick <laughs> it's like i don't want to hear it yeah uh last cap or, cap cap or no cap question uh kevin duran kd the snake he went on first take yesterday was it Thursday? Um, yeah a few days. Uh, and basically just asked him a lot of questions about going state his decision to, decision to leave and one of the things that katie said was that Draymond played a factor in his decision to leave. Do you think that's cap or no cap? That's no cap. Ooh. That's no cap. I mean, Draymond, Draymond sucks, bro. He can't be a good teammate. Oh, wait. Speaking of Draymond, all this time, Draymond's a top 10 player. Who said that? I don't know. Not I. Not I, said <laughs> the farmer. Finally. Put this Explodes. man, Draymond, on a team Bums. by himself and see what happens. I'm sick of this noise. And same thing with Steph. Same thing with Steph. All that mess, Steph, better than LeBron. Steph playing with a bunch of bums, and they're getting clapped by the Suns. Oh, my God. Clapped yo, by the 43 Suns. 43 like, to LeBron 14. LeBron would never. Never. LeBron would never. Never, never, never. He wouldn't disrespect. I mean, all their families got embarrassed. Anyway. No, Draymond is uh, – no, that's not – I mean, Draymond can't be a good teammate. He just can't be a good teammate, right? And the fact that he just would say that to – if I'm Kevin Durant, I look at myself in the mirror, I'll be like, this motherfucker is talking to me like that? Oh, like that? Oh, who is Draymond Green compared to me? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. That's I'm out of there. That's right. You guys are struggling on your own. I'm out. If I was there right now, well, I know he, he tore his Achilles, but if, if I was there healthy, we're we're gonna win. We're gonna be in the final contention. You know, that's, that's like it's really that simple. That's he, nice. We've been wait. I've been waiting for Draymond to be on the team by himself, oh, and right now he's the second option. So, oh second. my, who's first? D Lo. 
Oh, right. I always forget he's on that team. Yeah, yeah. So, it's D'Lo and then him, and that team so is trash. he's truly by himself, so he doesn't have it. No, he is case. by himself. D'Lo. D'Lo. can't do all of them himself. Yeah, that's Raymond. No. I'm saying player, Draymond. Yeah, <laughs> relax. <laughs> uh, no, I think this is Cap, though. I really think KD was leaving regardless. Regardless. I don't know. I, what if if he never tours Achilles and I, they and they win? No, I don't I know if he, he leaves. Regardless. I think he was leaving regardless. Having read some of these things about how uh, Kyrie, Katie, and uh, DeAndre Jordan had wanted to play together for so long. That just added to my belief that I think he was really leaving all along. Um, I think he was sick of this narrative of the Warriors didn't need him. Um, I think obviously the whole Draymond situation just voiced it from within. Yeah. But I think it was a very common narrative that the Warriors didn't need him to be successful. Um, it was really not a good move. It didn't really. And one of the things you, you heard him say was he was looking for a challenge. He was looking um, for something different. And he really thought, he thought that going to the wards would vindicate him and give him that respect, that title that he did. But it's not the same. No. All three of those, two of those rings came with an asterisk. It doesn't really count. It doesn't mean anything to anyone. And so I think he learned that the hard way. And I think he was going to leave regardless. Yeah. If he can win a ring on the Nets, that's a whole different story. Yeah, that would count. Uh, yeah, that'll count. that'll count for sure. Count. But uh, say less. That's the show. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on social media at Say Less Sports on Twitter at Say Less Pod on Instagram. Subscribe, leave a rating, leave a comment. We love uh, feedback. Uh, ask a question. We'll answer it on air. Uh, but thanks for tuning in. Say less and stay tuned.